What would you do if you got scammed? Would you suffer in silence or would you do something about it? Well, I got scammed once and this is the story of what I did. I'm Justin Sales, the host of The Wedding Scammer, a true crime podcast from The Ringer. And for seven episodes, we're hunting a con man, a guy with a lot of aliases, a guy who's ruined a lot of weddings. And with the help of some friends, I just might be able to catch him. Listen to The Wedding Scammer on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. Welcome to Food News. I'm Juliette Littman. And I'm David Jacoby. Let's put 30 minutes on the clock. 30 minutes. Listen, people, Jacoby has something that he wants to bring to the table. We need you to call in to weigh in. Give us a call at 646 Stew. Stew. I just burped. 138. You pointed at me like I was supposed to say stew while you burped. I didn't even, I I just wanted to say it together. 646 Stew 138. Jacoby, what do you want to hear about from the people? You, I just ate a sandwich. I did. It was from Shelsky's of Brooklyn. It was delicious. And it wasn't a traditional breaded sandwich. It was a bagel sandwich. And I don't like bagel sandwiches. And that took me to thinking about uh, my current job, which is early, early in the morning. About once or twice a week, we are catered with bagels and cream cheese spreads. Mm. I don't partake. And it made me think, you know what? Bagels are overrated. And we will discuss in a future food fight. Might even be a special episode. I want to note that I had tuna with lettuce and tomato on a uh, sesame bagel, and it was delicious. If you want to chime in on this. Give us a call at 646-STEW-138. All right, now we need to move on. First story. Bagels are overrated. I emailed it to producer Mike. Vera Wang, are you familiar with her? I already read this before this was on the, oh, the doc. Yeah, great. please. Am I familiar? <laughs> I, I was already on this. Kidding me? Vera Wang is a designer. You probably have heard of her. Um, she's 74. She looks incredible. She's skinny. She's skinny. Yeah. But she also like looks young. Yeah, she looks very young. And she's got like a six pack. Like she's I ripped. didn't know she was 74. That's just not fair. Yeah, she like wouldn't qualify for Golden Bachelor because she like no. looks like she's 54. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Um, she says that her diet is comprised of vodka, McDonald's, Dunkin' Donuts, and the hard work that she's done all of her life. And I, I want to dig in on what she said about McDonald's because it's... Uh, it's not out- true. Outrageous. It's just not true. These are lies. 
she said, I do eat McDonald's, absolutely. I order it every day, like two weeks on it, and then I'll change. She then added, about Dunkin' Donuts, I like the cream-filled sugar-coated donut. It's like a jelly donut, but it's cream inside, vanilla cream. I like the pink with sprinkles, too. Okay. Let's just start with the McDonald's thing. Yeah. I do eat McDonald's. The first statement. Acceptable. So right? Just read it chunk by chunk. I, yeah, but with that piece of it, she said, I do eat McDonald's. Absolutely. All right. Acceptable. No. Acceptable. Let me add something. Mm-hmm. She's responding to a question. Okay. I want to know what the question is because mm. when she's like, absolutely, that's where, that's like a yes, right? So she didn't just ah. offer this up unprompted. It wasn't so, like, what do you like to eat? It wasn't like, what, like, you know, tell us about oh, your diet. Do you ever have fast food? Yeah. Someone asked her specifically about McDonald's. So I assume this was like out there and uh, page six wanted to get it on the record. Because she's have, responding to a question. It might have been, do you eat fast food or something of that nature? Yeah. That she brought the noun McDonald's. But it definitely feels like um, a, a couple things. Number one, I don't like it when uh, r- models complain that like no guys will hit on them because they're intimidated. Mm. And I don't like it when famous people are like, I just wish I could go to the grocery store like a normal person and not get mobbed. Yeah. And I don't like it when extremely skinny, beautiful 74 year olds <laughs> are like, I, yeah, I eat McDonald's all the time. I just don't <laughs> like it. Just keep it to yourself. It, the thing is that you said is it like, can't be true. And I agree with you. There's no way she like does like a two week binge of McDonald's and then like moves on. Over the course of the two weeks that she was on McDonald's, she probably ordered it three times. I'm saying three times. And then she's off of it for another year. She did say I order it every day. It's just, this is not true. That's two a lie. Week, also two weeks of McDonald's, two weeks straight. Of That's having like they it every like day made a documentary gross. about that. Like Morgan Spurlock yes, like did that Super and he almost me. died. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I honestly think, I just don't believe her A and I don't like the whole like ethos. I don't like anything about this. I do like Vera Wang. It's like a human and as a designer. But I don't, I don't like the whole, uh, yeah, I eat so much McDonald's but I still have a six pack and I'm 74. Now the vodka and hard work part, now we're talking. That part we understand and of course support. Yes. I think what they probably had asked her was she had posted pictures of herself with McDonald's and they probably asked her how much yeah. she eats it. But I agree with you. This just can't be true. I do true. not believe her. If I have a McDonald's meal and someone, I, I, I can't imagine eating it two days in a row. And I have kids and going car trips and stuff. I just can't imagine having McDonald's for dinner on a Monday and then also dinner going on a Tuesday. Going back for more. I can't imagine it. I really can't. I really can't either. She does like post her food once in a while. Like, 20 weeks ago on June 5th, she posted perfect breakfast in a bowl by a genius chief. I think she might have made chef. chef. Yeah. Merci. Or, or Patrick Holmes. Thank you. Grazie. And it's like Roe. It's Andy Reid. It's, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's Roe and yogurt and like. Cilantro? And, parsley? And also like jam. Yeah. So, and also that, if you look at the, the size of the spoon in this for scale, it is about a, a shot glass full of the, these ingredients. She's just. It's not a perfect breakfast. <laughs> I think she's just trying to flex on us. Yes. Yeah. And then she posted a picture of herself as well with 20 pieces of chicken, like a 20 piece chicken nuggets from McDonald's. So she's just trying to like. This is to know. She's she's cultivating this. Yeah. Okay. Also, she's in a car. In the console are the 20 piece McNuggets. In her purse, her Louis Vuitton purse are the fries. In her hand are the burgers. No one eats like that. No. no one also, eats with the decentralized items of their meal. It's a smelly car if you're doing that. Yes. Like, for weeks. Also, this is from June 4th. The con- the the caption was love, dot, 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 dot. Loving it. So oh, maybe, maybe this is sponsored. This she, is sponsored. She didn't 
She needs to disclose that. She needs to chill out. Just stick to the vodka and hard work like the rest of us. (laughs) Let's move on. Next story is a great one. It comes to us from one of our favorite countries, the mm. country of Spain. I, I feel like we're part Spanish at this point. I like would really like to go back to Spain. Like I, I had such a great time. Thanks. Maybe to we United. should do a food news investigation in Alicante. There's a, the port. It's a southeastern port city, mm-hmm. which means not too far from Malaga, I believe. Mm-hmm. And um, a man named Adis J A I D A S. I don't know if I've said that pr- properly. I. Hey, Aidas, I don't know. Aides. He presents. Oh wait, a, he's not from Spain, so I'm trying to give no. him a Spanish accent. You have no idea how to say that. <laughs> he's Russian. Yeah. Uh, sorry, he's Lithuanian. Yes. He presents as a typical Russian tourist. That's yes. the persona he takes on, and speaks multiple languages. Speaks a lot over the of course languages. of a meal. Yes, which is odd. <laughs> You order appetizers in French, and then like they come back. We'd like something to drink. I'm like, you order that in French, then you put your regular order <laughs> in, in German. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, he orders, and then he tries to leave mm-hmm. without paying. And the way that he tries to, uh, if he has stopped, if he has stopped, the way that he evades payment is by faking a heart attack. Heart attack. <laughs> he goes on the floor. And makes it seem like he convulses. And then uh, it's, quote, very theatrical. He pretends to faint and slump down on the floor. This is from the um, restaurant owner in Alicante. The name of the place is El Buen Comer. Um, He's good eat. Good eats, basically. He's done this uh, 20 times. He's been caught 20 times. Correct. Yes. Been caught 20 times. (laughs) Uh, He has a name. He has, like, a cool uh, criminal name. El Gastrojeta. El Gastrojeta. It's like the stomach man, I guess. Like the stomacher. And he just keeps doing it. He must just get a thrill out of it. My favorite part of the whole story is eventually the restaurant owners don't believe him. So they call the authorities. And then the authorities come and they see El Gastrojeta and they're like, oh, Steve. (laughs) They're like, like, again, dude. Like, so he's been arrested for this. Multiple times. He's been arrested over 20 times. And as we discussed last week, what is the the, the point of sort of judicial punishment? What? To deter oh, behavior. Oh, yeah. Deter behavior. And, and, and the, it, the problem with this, if you read the article he's at the end, they're like, it's, he's not being deterred. He basically is like, he does not mind spending a night in jail. No. And it's a minimal fine. He clearly gets something out of this. Like he's enjoying it. He maybe likes being in prison for a night or who knows. So he gets a free meal from the restaurant and then multiple free meals in jail. And yeah. And then press coverage. Now he's famous. El Gastrojeta. Gastrojeta. (laughs) Um, I'm watching a television show called The Mallorca Files, which is like a British uh, cop show. I watch a lot of those. I may have mentioned that. You did? Um, I can imagine him being on the on the Mallorca files of like some kind of criminal they're they're tracking down. I love this guy. <laughs> I like it and too. And if you look at him, he's got sort of a round, chuberic face. He's an older gentleman yeah. with white hair. And it just kind of seems like he's kind of got nothing better to do and does this as a goof. Like I wouldn't be surprised if he had like four million euro in the bank and he was just kind of doing this to do it. Yeah, or it's like some kind of personality disorder. If you <laughs> Oh yes, bless you. Excuse so we got a burp and a sneeze. This is a hot start to this pod. <laughs> a lot going on in my head this right is now. Amazing. <laughs> This is great. Are you trying to fake a heart attack together at the last 20 minutes in the spot? I didn't read is the rest of the story. Should we call the authorities? No, let's move on now. Okay. <laughs> Two follow-ups next. Number one, Brooklyn Beckham is mm. on the press trail. He's capitalizing on the moment with Beckham on Netflix, which if you haven't watched, I extremely recommend. Have you watched it, Jacobs? No, I have not. You're gonna love it. 
It's like a great watch. Really? I think your wife will like it more than you, but it'll be a fun watch for you guys together. Um, a lot of sports. A lot of sports, uh. but it's it's really good. Brooklyn Beckham is the oldest child of Posh and Beck's. 20 And he's minutes. capitalizing on the fact they're getting a lot of attention. He, too, is trying to shill something. He is shilling... Um, Cooking with Brooklyn. And these products made by Typher, T-Y-P-H-U-R. I think that's really what is going on here, is that he has a deal with this like these home mm. home kitchen appliances, and so he's doing press uh, conveniently at this time, as well as Cooking with Brooklyn. Anyway, uh, Insider used his press availability to ask him about all of the haters that he gets in, yes. in response to the and cook, he, which he does. Cooking with Brooklyn. I, I liked it. He just confronts it. I'm going to read to you what he said. Yeah. To be honest, I'm used to the hate. doesn't really bother me. Cooking makes me happy. I have more important things to worry about than people saying a little bit of rubbish about me. Um, he then went on to add, my message to them is to keep writing whatever you want to write. There are always going to be people out there who will try and pull you down. I'm doing my thing, working my bum off so you, they can keep writing what they want, but it's not going to bother me. I'm just going to keep doing my thing. He He's acting like he's like some embattled artist. I like it. I, I You know, he somehow comes off as sympathetic. And like, here's one thing about this is I saw that some of the things in the article that he was like made fun of. He had a cork and some sauce, which is like, all right, fine. You messed up. Cork fell in the sauce. He had a dog uh, sling on while he was cooking. The dog's too close to the food. <laughs> no big deal. Kind of cute, to be honest with you, having a dog sling. Maybe dog's so important to me. I have to use both hands. So I'm going to have to carry my dog somehow, like a little baby bonnet. And in addition to this, that one fundamental thing that really bothered me when I learned about his projects and his sort of uh, what he's doing here, his age. Mm. I feel like if you're 24, you can't teach me about cooking. Well, I was thinking about this. Did he ever claim to be an expert? I don't think so. Welcome to food news. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's just like Back joining in. He's just like. <laughs> That's us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like he never said he's an expert. He's just like, I'm going to cook stuff and show you how I'm doing it. <laughs> Follow along or, <laughs> or don't. don't. Yeah. I even like it more. My one critique, you just made it into a positive. <laughs> yeah. He's just like, he's like, it gives me joy to cook things. I've got a phone. I'm employing it myself because it's 2023. Hate away. Yeah. And he's just like participating in online food culture as are we. So shout out to him. I will, I just wanted to note, I did look at some of these um, appliances that he's mm-hmm. he's shilling. One of them is like a, a meat thermometer that's like really fancy and like a digital one. But another is a sous vide station to like sous vide shit. You know, like to like I'm, pressure cook with water. Yeah, yeah, I'm familiar with sous vide. We, we, I'm a host of a food podcast. <laughs> I'm an expert. I'm not more, just merely tried joining in. Moreover, we both watch Top Chef. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> It's, like, really fancy. I'm just sort of, like, this doesn't even seem real. I feel like if you were to order it, you would get, like, a pile of crap in no, the mail. No, you probably order it, and they put you on a list of people, and once there's, like, 20,000 people, they actually make the product. Yeah. You know those ones? It's just, I think they do have the meat thermometer, but, like, that's it right now. Do you ever use a meat thermometer? Very infrequently. I do use it, and whenever I do, I'm like, why don't I use this more often? I really only use it for, like, steak if I'm grilling or something. Yeah, yeah, that's what I, you know, steak or chicken or something, but sometimes it's just nice. Like, cook to this degrees, and you look at it, like, yep, there it is. I think with certain meats, it's more important than others, because, like, yes. the potential side effects of eating raw chicken is worse than, like, steak tartare. But it's also just a nice, easy way to find out how well done it is. Yeah. yeah. It's like, a, it's quantitative right there. Because all of your other ways of knowing whether something done is kind of qualitative, you're kind of like, Put your finger on it, or you're like looking at it. But no, I like a meat thermometer. Maybe yeah, I'll buy sure. that one. Christmas let's, is coming up. Let's move on to an article from GreekReporter.com. I love this. Thank you, this is great. Michael Wargon. Also a follow-up. Also a follow-up. Last week, we talked about all the theft of uh, olive oil. It's a big from problem. From the conglomerate, yeah. Big problem in Greece. In Crete, 
Certain farmers have been planting GPS devices among the olives so that if people try to steal them, they will know they're being tracked. But so I have these for, I don't know if you have, I have kids. I don't know if you know that. You but do? But we have little like, um, those, what are they called? Air tags. Uh-huh. So you put them on their backpacks so you know where they are. But I was thinking to myself, like, oh, cool. They just put like some air tags in with the olives. No, no, no. They look like olives. They look a lot like olives. Like they went to the nth degree to disguise these air tags as olives. Like the, whoever designed this really cared about their job and took care to make sure that these could be visually mistaken for olives. I absolutely love it. Me too. Fight back, everybody. This is awesome. I just love the fact that someone took so much time because I would have said, all right, I've got a, a barrel, a box, a jar, whatever you keep olives in of, I don't know, 400 olives. I'll just plop a little air tag in there. No, 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 no. We're going to make the air tag look like the olives. Let's give credit where credit is due. More props to Spain because the vice president of the conglomerate, his name is of the cooperative, Miros Hilitzakis. He told the Athens Macedonian news agency that the method was used successfully in Spain in 2019. The Spaniards found the solution in 2019, a year their production reached 2 million tons. The olive oil became at the time the focus of con men who either stole into orchards at night and beat olive-laden trees with sticks, or worse, they cut down large branches full of olives, oh, God. transferred them to storage spaces, and harvesting the olives there. The repercussions to the production capability of the trees. I just love this. Shout out to this this man. I love this too. I hope a lot of people get caught. Me too. Let's let's All figure out who's fucking this shit up. Let's do it. All right. Next, a story that comes to us via today.com, not the television yeah. show. <laughs> no, I thought you meant today, like the day. No. Um, a Grubhub driver was caught eating the food he was supposed to deliver. Of course. Um, in his car. It was outside of a restaurant that I actually would really like to go to now. It's called Mexihanas Hibachi Grill in Wait, Mexihanas? I think it's like a Mexican Benihana. Yeah. Sounds awesome. That sounds perfect. I know. I'd love to go. It's like a fajita station. However, I don't want to order in fajitas. I was thinking the same thing. It's a weird order in meal. Like, is anyone, like, can you even get like Benihana to go? I'm sure you can, but it's just weird. Yeah, it's really weird. Why, like, why would you? It's it's an experience. One of the grocery stores near my home where I used to live, I believe it was a key food, they had a Benihana station. But it was what? like to go Benihana is a weird collaboration. I've got questions about the cleanliness of that. I, I have a million questions. But let's get back to what's important, Mexihanas. Okay. So one of the reasons I want to go to Mexihanas is because the proprietor seems like a guy who really cares. His name is Martin Luzania. And he saw this driver eating the food. He went outside the driver. The driver was like, no, it's mine. I'm supposed to be eating it. But um, the man, didn't. Martin, didn't believe him. So he checked and saw where it's supposed to be delivered. He contacted the patron. Mm. Let the patron know, don't eat it. I saw the guy. I'll replace it. God, Martin's great. Well, he was like, giving them the heads up. Like, don't do it. Like, I don't want you to worry about it. And then they were able to find out that the the repackaging was done masterfully. So this, the Grubhub driver knows what they're doing. Oh, yeah. You probably peel the sticker off like delicately and then reattach it. So this is what, here's, here's what Martin said. We called the customer about a dozen times, if not a little bit more, and he finally called back. We advised him that, that what had happened and not to eat the food and throw it away. He FaceTimed me to show me how the packaging was wrapped. I was amazed at how clean that packaging was done. Wow. I know. Now they have tamper-proof seals at this restaurant, so don't worry. You can order in. Okay. I have to admit something. Confession time. What's that? I'm not like 100% mad at the driver for doing this. Okay. I'm like... 30, 70% mad at the driver for doing this. Because let me tell a brief personal food story. When I have a cheat lunch, I get a cheesesteak from this place by my house, right? 
And I go there and I get it and I take it. And my block is, my house is a block and a half away. Okay. And while I'm on that walk, every single inkling inside my soul wants to open that bag and eat the cheesesteak on the walk because I'm hungry and I can smell it and I'm close to it and it's right there. If you are a driver and you're hungry and you can smell it and it's like French fries and it's right there. That's ridiculous, Jacoby. That's I, that's not where I thought you were going to go with this. You don't, and, but there's not a part of you that can understand grabbing a couple fries. I think if it's your job, like prepare for it. Like bring snacks if you think you're going to be hungry. And it wasn't just a couple fries. You know, I'm not getting fries from the Benihana how do you, Mexican how, how place. Do you know Mexihanas doesn't have fries. <laughs> I'm going to look in the menu. Um, I'm not like mad at him because like who knows what was going on, but like just not being able to control yourself from eating the food. Like your story is not comparable. That's your own food that you're eating. That before, I paid for. That you paid for, that you're eating before you get home. That's fair. I remember eating lunches in the elevator on the way to my desk. It's <laughs> hungry. It's closed. I already have it. But I think the real hero of this story is Martin. I got to say, I got to tell you, Mexihana's multiple locations in California. Oh. So it's a chain. Why didn't we ever go? I don't know. I've never heard of it before. Maybe they're not in the Los Angeles area. This this, this is in Long Beach, California. Mm. It is in the LA area. Um, this looks really good. This food, hibachi combo. So it looked good. Someone go and let us know. 6462138. Yeah, I'd love, love to hear about it. Take a picture. All right, shall we move on? Yes. Um, the NBA started this week. Sure did. Uh, pretty exciting. Mike gave us the price of beer at every stadium. Would you like to know what number one was? Uh, I saw the article because I prepared for the podcast. It was the Boston Celtics. $19, what, 36 cents? 87. That's a, that's a lot. 1987. Is that like based on the year they won or something? No. Oh, okay. Just checking. Number two is Golden State. Number three is Denver. I'm surprised Denver's that expensive. Denver's at 1693. Uh, big craft beer city. Denver's a huge craft beer okay. place. Like before craft beer was a thing, Denver was Denver, Denver was on craft beer in like the 90s. Ten minutes. Cheapest is Cleveland Cavaliers, five dollars and eighty seven. Not bad. Cleveland Cavaliers. I remember it's really I, cheap. I, I popped in and had a local beer in like my neighborhood. And I was like, hey, let me get, I don't forget what I had, like a Lagunitas. And I was paying cash. So I like noticed. I was like, I'm just gonna close out. I was just waiting to do something or whatever, it's killing time. They're like, yeah, it'd be twelve seventy five. That's insane. And I was like, what? It was like, I what? I went. I went to a restaurant last night where all of the cocktails were twenty dollars or more. It's like yeah. it's like crazy. Should I just like bring a flask with me at that point? You're not a flask person, Juliet. I know. <laughs> okay. I I mean I might have been at one point, but I certainly am not now. You're not. But twenty not. bucks for like a. You could your flask would like be iced coffee from La Colombe. Definitely. One hundred percent. Be like, oh, let me get a, a bowl of that. Be like, just so you, know, you can you can have some, obviously. Just I so mean, you know, it's not whiskey. That is what it's, I do. It's iced coffee. That is yeah, what you know. Yeah, I never yeah. leave the house without like a bottle or course, a cup at this course, point. So. <laughs> All right. Should we get into our taste test today? Um. Yes. This is an exciting one. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. It's fall. It's very autumnal. Mm -hmm. 
We're having candy apples. Now, this is pre-packaged from a store. This is not the true candy apple experience. It's made by Tasty. What is the true cap like candy apple experience? Uh, there's like a human being that like dips, dips them it. into stuff and then does it kind of in front of you, but like you can kind of tell it's been done sort of recently. This is that was this this apple was probably candified quite some time ago. Here's here's one thing I'll say about apples. Most of the ones you get in the store are from cold storage and like waxified. They're not recently off the tree. So I, I, that doesn't bother me with this item. Okay. Well, um, you're going to eat this and I'm going to have to fill for a long time. How do I, am I teeth going to fall oh, out? Have we discussed the fact that you've never had a candy apple? We haven't even revealed that yet. Um, are my teeth going to fall out? You've never, wait, Juliet has never had a candy apple. When would I have had one? Every and single where? person listening to this podcast has had a candy apple before. However, when you mentioned that to me and Mike, both me and Mike were kind of like, um, uh, when we were kids, like, it's not like, uh, who's having fucking candy, like candy corn is like, oh, you have them around Halloween. Everyone does it. Peeps. You have them around Easter. Everybody does it. Candy apples are for this month or month of October. I can't believe I'm describing what a candy apple is. It's an apple on a stick. That's got like a sort of candy outside. This one is dipped in peanuts as well. Julia had a bite about 20 seconds ago. She won't be able to talk in the microphone for another 45 seconds. I like it. Of course you do. It's candy and an apple, but it's a nice combo. Is it like cherry? You know what it reminds me of? Ice cream dip. Yeah, like the red, though. But it's red. not like strawberry or cherry or watermelon. It's just it's red. red. flavor. Yeah, it's red flavor. No, I've had many candy apples in my life. And I just want to say, you don't know, have a bite just for like the, for the you know, the, the taste test. Um, I, I would totally have a second bite. It's good. It's hard yeah, to eat, though. They're also much like um, one of my favorite Juliet takes of all time that all ice cream sizes are too big, a candy apple is not like a one-serving thing. You know what I mean? Like, like to eat this entire thing as a single person, like you got to be a little You have a lot psycho. of sugar in your hand right now. I liked it and I would have had another bite, but food that's like so hard to eat is just not that appealing. That's my problem with ribs. And wings. And wings. It's just like, <laughs> it's dirty. I'm like, how do I do, go about this? I like a more methodical approach to my eating. That's good. Yeah, it's good. I'm getting, I'm getting uh, that is good. detritus all over my computer. The what? Detritus, like trash. Oh, I thought that was another word for chopped up peanuts. I was like, I didn't know you had vocabulary that was so extensive that you had a word for chopped up peanuts. <laughs> I do love peanuts and peanut butter. Yeah, peanut, me too. Peanut butter. Me too. Big jelly. Time. Do you know that song? No. Mike, do you know that song? I don't think so. I think I've heard you it guys before. don't peanut, know any of my songs. Peanut, peanut butter and jelly. That last part I don't remember. Okay. Well, let's move on to personal food news. I like really have a lot, but I'd like to talk about cookies. You can do more than one if you want to. I think I'll just stick with cookies. All right. We've done a lot Co of cookie content lately. I know. And then New York Magazine had an article that was like, it's a cookie moment in New York. And I'm like, yeah, we talked about it on the food news. We, yeah. We we're influencers. We're influencers. I went car shopping last weekend. Oh. Uh, I didn't get a car, but I guess I just want to note, cars are fucking expensive right now. <laughs> Fact. I wouldn't get one. Always happen. You don't have to get one, don't. Um, I was in Bayside, Queens. Oh, love Bayside. Shout Me to, too. Shout to Jasmine Sripa. I loved it. And um, I went to this bakery called Martha's Country Bakery. Oh. There's three of them, including one in Bayside, one in Forest Hills, and one in Astoria. And I got a um, chocolate chip Oreo cookie. And this cookie was... Chocolate chip Oreo. An Oreo surrounded by chocolate chips. Oh! Sorry, sorry. Surrounded by chocolate chip cookie. So... Yeah, yeah, I get it. If you do take like an Oreo, if you take a it's like a fried Oreo, but yeah. it's like being fried, it's baked just, yeah. into a. Yeah. I'm sorry, it wasn't chocolate chip; it was an M and M cookie. So, like instead of chocolate chips, it was M and M's. So wait, oh, M and the Oreos inside the M and M cookie. Yeah, copy that. Go. 
It was so good. Of course I was like, it was. This that is sounds better amazing. than a fried Oreo. It was really great. And then like the cross-section view of it was also really exciting. I just loved <laughs> just cracking it in half and just I having a gander. I love seeing that Oreo in the middle surrounded by a delicious Did cookie. Did you take a picture with your phone? Oh, of course. Yeah. Okay, great. I'll post it. Um, it was just really, really good. I, I really loved it. Check out Martha's Bakery if you live in the New York area. All right, let's go rapid fire food news. We'll each do two. Okay. Boom. This is more uh, not personal food news. It's, it's uh, the, the food news team food news. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I work in the card show every morning. It's uh, seven, that. 7 to 9.30 a.m. on Fox Sports 1. And we had Adam Silver on. And um, there was a discussion about how many languages uh, Victor Wembanyama speaks. And my co-host, Willie Colon, said, I speak one language, food. And Adam looks at him and goes, well, he's got a food podcast. And pointed what? to me. So, some skeptics would say perhaps he just Googles the people he's going to be on TV with on the way over in the car. Or some people would say, hello, Adam Silver, listener of Food News. Welcome to the show. Call 646-2138, and you too can be part of the show, Commissioner Silver. Jacoby, I follow your show, and Mm -hmm. I know that Adam Silver was on well over a week ago. Why have you been sitting on this news? Um, He was on last Friday, and we taped before the show. Okay. Back on you. Really exciting. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Thanks, Adam Silver. It, was, it wasn't like in the break either. It was on the show, on the show. That's incredible. Um, okay, my second piece of personal food news is I went out for dinner with my friend Jared, and we went to this new restaurant called Checkies, C-E-C-C-H-I, apostrophe S, on 13th Street and 6th Avenue in New York. Okay, I know the, the block well. I think you'd like it there. I think everyone would like it there. It was awesome. For an appetizer, we had um, pegs in a blanket. But as you know, I'm off hot dogs, so it's fine. Uh, these were made with sausage and then they were in the blanket. Oh, okay. And they came with like a fancy dipping sauce. Yeah, fancy. It's like, I, I love a nice high-low like we took your... your yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. on the menu. It's like, a, it's, it's a great but like limited menu and it was so good and I loved it. And um, Jared took a picture of him so maybe he'll send it to me and great. then I can post it. My second rapid personal food news is a mistake I made on the way over here. Okay. You know, if I have the app to your restaurant in my phone... I'm, I don't know, 4,000% more likely to use it. <laughs> On the way over here, I ordered from a salad place that we discuss sometimes, and I have the app, and for some reason, I ordered two. But there's no protein. I didn't get any, like, chicken in it or anything. So I ate the one, and I was like, well, it's a salad for lunch, and I'm obviously still hungry. I ate the entire second salad. And even then, it did not satisfy me whatsoever. I think without carbs or protein, you're not really eating. Good thing we had this candy apple. I, yes. I agree with you. Um, just on the app front, I know I already did my two pieces of personal food news, but I added a new a new app this week, which I is... I'm excited to hear. It's the Blue Bottle app. Wow. Yeah, because Blue Bottle is in um, the basement or like the ground level of one of the Spotify buildings. And I love that NOLA iced coffee. And uh, I didn't want to wait online. Obviously, there's an app. There's an app for that. Oh, boom. Uh, Pliables has an iced coffee, a Cajun iced coffee. Ooh. I don't know what it means, but it tastes kind of like a Mexican iced coffee. It's got like a little cinnamon it's in similar, there. similar, a little spiced. 30 seconds. I like it when they add the sugar, so I don't have to think about it. Um, shall we get into listener food news? I like I like rapid fire personal food Me news. Me too. Maybe this will become permanent. Maybe not. I'll have to try to make mine less New York focused. I'm really sorry. Carry on. Hi, this is Ziggy from Fishtown in Philly, and I'm 10 years old. My family and I are watching an old season of Survivor, season 18, with Jake Tyson and Taj, and Coach. And there's a challenge where Steven has to eat chicken hearts. Ew. And my question for you both 
is, are there any weird animal organs that you both enjoy? Yes. One nine hundred ice cream here in Fishtown has so many flavors of soft serve for Juliet to check out. So does cream and cone on Cape Cod. Thanks. We love your show. <laughs> wow. Thank you so much for calling. I, I we're gonna get to your question, but I want to say this: the idea of a like sixteen handle style ice cream selection of 40 flavors where I pick one and it's all soft serve sounds amazing to me. I know. It's, I, I think I've been to Cream and Cone on Cape Cod. I, I'm pretty sure I have. I love soft serve. Like, like post-TJ Maxx? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Pop over. Pop over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And also, I do like to get the red dip, which they have all over Cape Cod as well. Thanks for thinking of me with the soft serve, guys. Um, on to your question. I don't think there's any like organ that I enjoy and that would yes. really trip me up on Survivor. I probably would go home as a result of that, but I I've, I don't know. I've accidentally ordered tripe in a, in a Korean restaurant, and I did it out of just pure ignorance, just kind of ordering something that looked good because they had a picture next to it. And it was pretty like early in the meal, I realized what tripe was, which is intestines. Yeah, and yeah. it was I'm not a fan. It was like a it was like chewy. It was kind of like a like a, a calamari, an unfried calamari ring. Yes, kind of. it is. It's also just not satisfying at all. Yeah. And, uh, and there was a part of me that was just like, I can eat this because it's surrounded by delicious flavors and broths and things, but I'd much rather if this was just beef. Yeah. I, I've had it in pho and I, I did not enjoy it. So, But why do you think you would get kicked off Survivor? And shout out to mom and dad for thinking of, you know what? What's age appropriate? It's going to kill a lot of hours around the home. You know what? Old Survivor season. Yeah. I, I love that. It's a family-friendly show. It is. It's really entertaining. Also, there's no, like, technology in it, so it's not like anything feels dated. It's just oh, pe- good point. Just people in the woods doing stuff. <laughs> yes. So we just watch it. Yeah. That's a great family show. They- uh, Game of Thrones. Also, people in the woods doing stuff. Just different. <laughs> less family-friendly, yeah, I would say. Yeah, just yeah, save yeah. that for later. But you guys are watching Survivor, talking about soft serve, and also considering these questions. Sounds like Food you- news family. Sounds like you're having a great time. That's a food news thank family Thank you so right much there. for calling. We'd love hearing from you. This was an awesome question. Um, also, thank you to our producer, Mike Wargon. We'll be back next week.